Welcome to the Impact Investing Inglenook of Bonfires of Social Enterprise. This is Rami, and you will meet Jenny Fishbach. She's involved with a women's funding group named Impact 100. Now, there are other Impact 100 groups all over the world. You will learn more about these groups in just one minute. First, I want to give a shout out to our listeners and fans in Australia. I want to thank you for your support of our show. And I know you guys have an Impact 100 group too. Very cool. Okay, let me turn our attention to my interview with Jenny. Welcome, Jenny. Well, thank you. Glad to be here. <laughs> I'm excited to interview you today for our Impact Investing segment of Bonfires of Social Enterprise. So let's jump right to it. What is Impact 100? Well, Impact 100 is actually you get a group of women and you try for 100 or more women. Each woman gives $1,000, donates $1,000. And then we turn that into a $100,000 grant for some local nonprofit. If we get more members, of course, the grants get bigger. It started in Cincinnati in 2001, First Impact 100. A lady by the name of Wendy Steele, who now lives in Michigan, she started a group of 100 in Cincinnati. She had heard of giving circles and stuff and thought it was a great idea to pool money, but at a larger scale. So she got 100 women and gave out a $100,000 grant, and it's been growing ever since then. And Cincinnati now has almost 500 members, so they're given close to half a million dollars out a year in grants, which is just awesome. Oh my gosh, yeah. And so they've made a huge impact on that city, and they're really active. And it's grown now to 36 chapters around the world, 30 of which are in the U.S. and six in Australia, over 400,000 members around the country, which is really pretty cool. And it's very it's a loose organization, so we're not paying like dues into a national organization of any kind. It's just everybody helps each other to do their own thing in their area. And so you can modify the processes and stuff to fit your local area, to make it work for you. So it's really pretty exciting. That's incredibly exciting. I love anything that has to do with a village coming around, an idea, sourcing out lots of resources. You get a lot of people together and you can really make a huge impact. Is that where the name came from or is there a history with the name? Exactly. She named it Impact 100 thinking if I get 100 women, I could make a huge impact. If we pool our money, we can make a huge impact on the community. So that's where the name came from, which is pretty exciting. When did Oakland Counties begin? Well, we just started this year. This is our first year, so we're really excited. We started getting members in first of the year. We got our 501c3 from the IRS in November, I think it was. So right after the holidays, we started. So in about six months, we were able to find 100 women. So we know there's a lot of women who want to give in the community. So we have a, a lot of areas we haven't even reached in Oakland County yet. So I think we can get a lot more members real soon. So we just started, and if we want to talk about why we started, I have a home down in Fairhope, Alabama, and it's in Baldwin County, and there's a organization down there, that Impact 100 organization, that now has almost 500 members. So they're giving out close to half a million dollars a year in the area, and the women down there are so excited by it. It's just catching. You can't help but get excited just talking to them. So when I retired, a couple of them talked to me and said I should look at it. I ought to do what they're doing down there, and so I talked to them, and got excited and got started up here for that very reason. So it's pretty cool. And Pensacola, which is down in that area as well, they have over a thousand members 
And so they're giving over a million dollars a year. This will be their third year in a row giving over a million dollars. Wow. Which is crazy. And there's banners up in the streets down there when they're doing their membership drive and stuff. The whole community gets excited. And when I look at Pensacola, they have over a thousand members and they serve a half a million people. Wow. wow. So what an impact. I mean, hence the name, right? What right. an impact to be able to give a million dollars a year to a community of half a million wow. people. So, just crazy. Yeah, that's really amazing. What do you find when you talk about the dollar amount, the $1,000 dollar amount as an option? $1,000 is an interesting thing because women look at it two ways. One, it's a lot. And for some people, yeah, it's not as much. But most people, it's a lot. But when they realize they get involved, one of the things we didn't talk about is each of the women who gives the 1000 also then gets a vote in where the money goes at the end of the year. So it's exciting and they get to be part of the process of vetting all the organizations that put in the applications. They get to vet the applications, vet the organizations. So it becomes a real thing to get involved with for the women. So they get excited about that. And they don't have to be involved other than the vote, but they get a chance to be if they want to be. And most of the women want to be. And so for $1,000, they get to be really involved as well. So it's really exciting. So we're in that process right now. We're just starting to get the applications. We've gone through the LOIs, and now we're getting the applications of the people who made it through the LOI. And so the women are getting excited because we're going to start vetting out these applications. So getting them involved, for them, that $1,000 is worth a lot because they win too because they get to learn about the community, learn about who's out there. And what I found in some of the other Impact 100s who we've talked to, they find some of the women actually jump and they join the other organizations and either as just volunteers or board members because they get excited about something that they see so it's pretty cool yeah it gives you a chance to have exposure to some of the organizations Mm -hmm. either a deeper exposure that you didn't already you maybe made some assumptions or exposure to ones that you wouldn't have a chance to normally Mm -hmm. and always i find if you've got some capital in the game you got skin in the game your interest is there you want to make sure that it's going to be put to use well, all right, let's see. So how did it come to be that you guys decided in Oakland County that you wanted to just give the $1 amount, whatever it came to be? You and I talked earlier about as women came aboard, if there was 100 members, it would be $100,000. But if it turned out to be 104 because you had 104 members, how did you walk through that decision matrix of saying, hey, we're just going to give one amount? Well, we called a lot of other Impact 100s and talked to their leadership around the country to see what they were doing and what they found worked and didn't work, which is really one of the great things about this organization because you have people who've been doing it for years you could talk to. What we found is if we gave a $100,000 grant and gave the remaining, let's say, 4000 or whatever you have to an organization, they may not know exactly how to use it. So it goes back to the stewardship you talked about. We want to be sure the money gets used as best as possible for our community. So if up front everybody knows what the amount is, we make the announcement and whatever that amount is, this year it happens to be an even 100. But if it had been 104, we would have made that announcement and the projects would have set their budget for that. And so everything would have been spent well in the community and had the greatest impact inside our community. What kind of follow-up happens after the money is deployed? We haven't named the director yet, but what the other Impact 100s do is they name one of our board directors will be in charge of follow-up. And we'll follow up for three years, at least, 
on the organization we've given the money to to see how it's going. We'll invite them back to talk to the members to kind of show what they've been doing. And when we talk to the other impacts, both the organization that got the money and the women love that. Love when they come back and say, here's where your money went. Here's what's happening with your money. Because the organizations are as excited as we are about getting the money and about what's happening. So it's really a win-win for everybody. We all get to feel good about where our money went. We get to see where it went. And you get to actually meet some of the people you helped. So it's, it's pretty exciting. I'm a big lover of what I call the frontline experience. I don't know what else you can call it, but I love seeing capital go to work and then being able to walk into that organization locally and have some eyeball time with right. the folks that received it. There's something about wrapping a relationship around the people connection in addition to the capital that's really amazing to me. Absolutely, and in some of the impacts, there are people who have gotten multiple grant awards most of the impacts, and we've done the same thing, won't let you get back-to-back -back years of awards to make sure that it's being spread around the community. Mm -hmm. But when they come back and show what the project did, they often develop relationships with these women. And yeah, they get another chance in a couple years to try again and do another project. All right. And I would assume some of them are getting outside support. In the traditional investment world, we call it side pocket, additional mm -hmm. money going around the side into the right. organization. Absolutely. It's probably the same concept with donations, right? Mm -hmm. <laughs> oh, absolutely. And one of the things that some of the organizations do is at the final awards dinner where we all make the vote, the finalists will come in and give a quick presentation to everybody, and then we vote on who's going to get the final grant. But one of the things they typically do is also put a paper together of the wants and needs of all of the finalists. Mm. So if your finalist doesn't win the big grant, you still see what it is they need to help them. And they said it's amazing how much they get then from these women who go out and organize a group to get them what they need. I like them. They didn't win but they still win. And at the end of the day, they win because they get so much exposure. My little reporting admin bells are getting triggered here. I want to do impact reporting on that. There you go. Was there anything that you thought, wow, now that's an interesting outcome that you didn't sure. see? Sure. I think I'm going to even have more surprises when we get to the point of really getting into the applications and the grants. But in this first year, what I'm finding that has shocked me is the young generation and how much they give and how much they're involved. We have an interesting story on how our board got formed. Myself, retired, so not young, and another lady who's a couple years younger than me, still working. We got together and decided we should get this started. So of course, when we formed the board, we went out to women we know and started gathering some people. So they're close to our age. Right. So I've met some great women I would have never met otherwise. But then a young lady by the name of Jessie Bell, who had lived in Pensacola, moved up here with her husband. She's very young, has young children, like babies. And she decided she wanted to start an Impact 100. I, I couldn't imagine I would have ever done that at that age. Right? And it's just fascinating. So she contacted Wendy Steele, and we had already done that. So she introduced us. We met up, and now Jessie and a number of her friends and, and counterparts are on our board as well. So we have this oh, wow. real mix of ages on the board, which is great. But we're finding this energy among the young people that's just the older ones of us talk about it. It's just amazing because one lady joined, she's 24, I think barely out of school, but she's willing to put down a thousand dollars 
because she wants to be part of it and wants to be part of a community and be part of what's going on. And she just moved here about a year ago. So, wow. Yeah, it's fascinating to see how excited and how involved these young people are. So Yeah, we field most of the questions about impact investing, actually, from the millennial demographic. Mm-hmm. And then I'd say it skips in the middle and then more of the about to be retired or retired. But um, it really is extraordinary. It's most of our calls and emails that come in. I agree with you, especially the last two years. Okay. I've really noticed eagerness to get involved with their capital and their time. And they want the frontline experience. Just like Absolutely. I said, they don't want to send it off to some black mm-hmm. hole and go through several layers of who's deciding where it goes. They're really particular that their money has an impact that right. they can witness or an accountable reporting on it. Absolutely. They are huge volunteers uh, because a lot of the older women are so involved in careers or families that are playing sports and, you know, they just don't have a lot of time to give. These younger women are finding the time and it's amazing to me because at that age, I think my generation was quite different. Not that we didn't do anything, but these women are really involved. And you're right, they want to see where their money goes. They want to be part of where the money goes. Mm -hmm. So it's fascinating because they're volunteering to help with all this stuff. And not only do they volunteer to help, but they really help. They they really (laughs) dig in and they really do a lot of good work. Yeah, you're reminding me of something else I'm witnessing with this age group is that they don't necessarily need the PR or the title there. They don't need to be the one on camera, if you will. They're willing to be collaborative behind the scenes and get network type stuff done. It's really encouraging to me. I agree. Many of them, they have careers and they're focused on careers, but this is another part of their life that they're really focused on. That It's exciting to see how they are. It's encouraging because you always hear the millennials they're lazier, they're this, you know, you hear these things, but it's just not the case. I think you and I could talk about this for a while. I'll keep going so we capture some of the other elements here. What are a couple of the initiatives that you are really on your heart right now? Could you talk about what your goals are and your initiatives for the membership right now? Sure. We got the 100 members we were looking for this year, which we're really excited about because we didn't have a lot of time. But next year, we'd love to get closer to 200 or more. We'd love to start to compete with Pensacola and Baldwin County and Cincinnati. So we're starting to, right now, we'll take applications for 2017. So again, it's going to be $1,000, and the full 1000 will go to the grant in 17. Anybody who joins today won't get to vote on this year's grant. The 100 women who gave for this year, they're the only ones who get a vote for this year's grant. But you'll get to be able to vote in 17, but also by joining now, you'll get invited to everything we do. Like we even have social events ongoing, which is one of the benefits here, I think. Just meeting the different women at some of these events has been tremendous for me anyway, and I think for everybody. It's been really a great kind of side thing on this whole thing, just meeting all these people. So if you join now, you get invited to everything that's going on. You just simply can't vote at the end of the year, this year. We'd love to compete up against some of the big guns and really get Oakland County a lot of money. And how do they sign up? Would they just go to your website, Jenny? Yeah, the best thing is go to our website, which is impact100oaklandcounty.org. So if you go there, everything's there that you need. We also have an email address, which is impact 100 OC at gmail.com. People are always welcome to contact me directly as well. 
The easiest way to get me is probably on my email, which is Jenny Fish, G-I-N-N-Y-F-I-S-C-H, at Comcast.net. So they're welcome to any of those three ways, and we will get back with them immediately. So, Okay, great. And then how about the second initiative about projects? Well, this year, because I think there was a lack of time, maybe, we probably didn't get the word out to all the nonprofits in Oakland County, and we'd like to hit everyone and get everybody a chance to apply. So know that in 17, we'll be giving out at least one grant of 100000 and hopefully more. And so I'd love all the nonprofits to start thinking about what kind of projects they could do in Oakland County that would use that kind of money so that they're ready to apply next spring. And any nonprofit who has questions can contact us now and we'll answer questions, we'll invite you to events, we'll let you meet some of the women right now so that you can start to get ready for next year. Now can the applicants apply for any type of use that goes with their social mission? Could it be for working capital, for example, or does it have to be designated for a specific purpose? We have all the rules, if you will, on our website. Basically, we don't want to give money just to ongoing processes or ongoing operating expenses. What we're looking for is a project. So think a specific project, and it needs to impact predominantly Oakland County residents. So let's say you're running a homeless shelter, and you do get people come in from Wayne County or Livingston. That's okay but we want it to be predominantly Oakland County. So we're not drawing hard lines, but we want it mainly. So it wants to be a project that works for Oakland County. That's the big goal. Right, and does it have to theme out that it would be economic development or anything? It just has to be benefiting the local county residents, right? That's correct. We have it in five categories, and I'm gonna try to remember them. It's family, health and wellness, education, arts and culture, and recreation and environment. But if you think about those five categories, they're really meant to cover pretty much anything. So if they have a project, they tell us which category they think it belongs in, and that's fine. We're not gonna get picky about not belonging. We're trying to cover everything it might be. So we're open to about anything. And the interesting part of this is, I don't know where this grant could go because it is up to a vote of the 100 women. I love it. So it's going to be really fascinating to see where the women's hearts are and where they vote and how the whole turnaround goes. I love it because it takes on the personality of the women in the group year by year, the personality of the members. That's so great. Oh, absolutely. And you can go to Impact 100 websites from around the country and you can see where they give their money. And it's just, it's interesting because it is a wide variety. You would think that it might narrow in on something, but it really, I think year to year, the women vote on all different things. And I mean, it's all over the map and it's pretty fun to see where it all goes. All right. So we talked a little bit about where would you like to see this go to with what you know today, if you let yourself dream big. Not putting the parameters on it. What could this look like from a visionary standpoint? Oh, I'd love to see us be given half a million bucks a year or a million dollars a year out like some of the others. And I don't think that's out of reach for us when I look at the Pensacola pattern, right? They're doing it, and so why couldn't we? And I'd love to see us start seeing things built and big projects done because we were part of that. And I'd love to also to see, I think it's a true success, if I start to see some of our members end up 
either volunteering or being on boards of some of these other nonprofits in the community. I'd love to see that. Yeah, that's exciting because it's engaging everywhere. It's a ripple effect. I like to call it the riptide or the wave, as we like to say. It's kind of one of the reasons we have a wave on our logo because all the clients we work with don't just do a little trickle ripple in a pond. They tend to make waves (laughs) of impact, just like you guys are going to. Well, anything else you want to share with the listeners? I think it just would be a great idea for any women to come out to some of our events and meet these women. I think you'll get excited. I think that we'd get a lot of members. if You just talk to somebody that's in Impact and they get excited. We've had events, which I also want to say thanks to, we've had a number of people, restaurants in the area, give us space to have an event. You want to give them a shout um, out? Sure. Um, Fork and Pint in Waterford gave us space and food for an event and it was wonderful. Lockhart's Barbecue in Royal Oak gave us space and event which was tremendous and when you're at those events the excitement just in the room is palpable. I mean it was really fun. Shane Park Realty has given us their space several times for some grant training and some things so they've been wonderful. We had a local attorney give us her time and pay all our fees for the IRS filing fees and the Michigan incorporation fees. Elizabeth Masick was her name. And we had an individual sponsor who paid for the online software we're using for the grants. Duffy Petrosky is a marketing group that did our website and has done marketing stuff for us. I mean, it's amazing the amount of generosity that's out there in the community. It's been great. So the energy in the women has just been tremendous. So I encourage other women to get out and meet these women, come to some of our events to see what's going on, come out and meet some of the women. I think you'll join our group. Yeah, that's a great word, Jenny. Is there anything else that you're looking for that could be donated or sponsored that doesn't have to do with the donating the capital? Any other services? We'll be looking for more space, of course, to have events, like our end of the year where we're going to get all the members together to vote. So we need space for events like we've had, that kind of thing. I'm sure there's more. We're learning as we go, which has also been fun for me, but we're learning as we go. I'm sure we'll find more things we need, but so far we've been pretty good. And when we found costs, like we realized we needed insurance for the board. We had a family foundation pay it for us. We've been finding groups to do this, but is there going to be more? I'm sure there's more. I just don't know what it is yet. We're going to find it. Well, good. Well, great job so far. I just want to congratulate you on your success. And thank you for joining us on Impact Investing Ingleneck. Absolutely. Thank you. Thanks, Jenny. She is so humble for how much she's accomplished in a very short time. I would love to hear via email about other groups doing similar funding of social solutions. Email me at bonfires at gingrassglobal.com. You can find that email on our website. And back to Australia. We want to hear from you. If you're a social enterprise or an impact funder or related in some way, please email us and we might put you on the show. That would be super fun. Okay, that's all for now. Please meet another great Detroit artist curated by Assemble Sound in Detroit. This is Valley Hush with their song, Children.
destroy